Bop, hey! You caught me when I was bebopping. Cairo and Viro, uh, October 1st, Year of Our Lord 2020. Driving back from by the Copper Country. This is all Upper Michigan stuff. Driving back. This is for the locals from Ishpeming back to Hancock. And I was just talking to one of my coworkers down there. And I was like, yeah, I, I love to drive. I, I have no problem because I am transporting some uh, stuff between buildings for my job. And they're like, you love to drive? And I said, I do love to drive because what I love to do, what it used to be, I've always loved to drive. Just going on long drives, road trips are cool. And it used to be that I would uh, drive and have myself a good cry. Just a good cry listening to music. <laughs> don't you judge me. Huh? You don't know what kind of music I listen to. You don't know what I'm going through. So it's nice, good cry. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Sort of sometimes not. Whatever. Don't worry about it. So not only do I drive and have a nice, good cry, but nowadays I don't just listen to music. I listen to podcasts. And I was listening to a good one today. By What I do is I go into Spotify and I put in, I type in marketing and just on search bar, bam, comes up with some social media marketing. I found this guy named Michael Sanchez. Never heard of him before because typically my go-to guy has been Gary Vaynerchuk, who's very intense, but I like, like I said, he swears a lot, but he's got very passionate, very knowledgeable about, he knows what he's talking about, and he lets you know, he interrupts a lot, he's got He's not that tactful in that sense, you know, but he'll, he's like, this is who I am. No filter, just here it is. And it's good information. So, but I do like to branch out. And so I found this other one, like with this guy, like I said, just heard of him today, Michael Sanchez, talking about TikTok. So I made my first TikTok video today. And the joke I made, if you're, if you follow me on Facebook, is I said, the reason I have not made TikTok videos up until today is because I'm not a good dancer. And uh, it's funny, but it's also true because it seems like every TikTok video I see is some young kid like, and they're dancing and doing these moves and backflips. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Maybe I have the moves. I just don't want to share them and brag about how awesome of a dancer I am, make you guys all jealous of my moves and whatnot. Just kidding. So... Plus, another reason is I heard that uh, President Trump banned TikTok, and he wouldn't have done that for no reason. I thought there was some malware or some spyware or something. I, the truth is, I don't know why it got banned. Um, so I did a really quick Google search before I downloaded the app, and some federal judge shot it down, and maybe Trump is backing off that a little bit. Um, and I thought, well, okay, is it more risky than anything else? You know, as soon as you download something, it's, it's like TikTok would like to access your photos. I'm like, oh, my God, what if they saw all my photos? That could be bad. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, Facebook has access to my photos. Snapchat does probably Twitter, probably everything. There was actually a Netflix uh, documentary called Terms and Conditions or something like that. We're basically was talking about like the, we don't know what we're really signing away when we click. I agree to these conditions. It's probably terrifying, but whatever. As long as I can upload some cool videos of me driving, <laughs> you can have all of my information to use against me in a future date. 
so, and then I started, here's the thing, dude, I, I the reason I love these uh, podcasts and just technology in general, my God, it's amazing. What an exciting time it is to be alive with the internet. Seriously. The reason I uh, love these podcasts is because you get to, as soon as I hear about something like TikTok, which I've known, and Gary, like I said, Gary Vaynerchuk is like, that is going to be the next big thing. Now, why listen to him? Because he got in the ground floor on things like Facebook, Amazon, I think Twitter. There were four of them. I think the only one he didn't, now don't quote me on this here, but there was one, and I may have been Uber. He had uh, friends of his who pitched Uber to him, not once, but twice, and he passed both times. He's like, I just don't see it. But that's still a very good average. I mean, you figure four out of five, I mean, any one of those, he's been a millionaire multi, many times, many times over. And he talks about how TikTok is the next big thing. And you might feel like, like I, sorry, like I do too, where you're like, oh, well, it's already out there. I already missed a boat. No, you didn't. TikTok is kind of up and coming still, even though there's people like Gary Vaynerchuk screaming, like, you should get in on it. Um, it takes a while for it to really take hold. I heard there's 800 million users worldwide and only apparently 125 million, only whatever I kind of say only as a joke, but also for real, only 125 million of them are uh, from China because I think TikTok is a Chinese app or originated in China because they have like um, TikTok plus edition with many more features and whatnot. Um, but oh my God, the the information I got, I'm going to have to download the podcast and listen to it over and over because they explain like some of the analytics for it and why it's a 15 second video. And, but you know, what made me feel good because was because the last, uh, podcast I did was on what is your message? And I'm trying to figure out what is my message? And he addressed it. This Michael Sanchez addressed that saying, if you don't know what it is, just, they have tips and tricks to like, help you figure out what your message is and where you're trying to funnel your people and you know it's a good uh, one of the good one of the good uh, tips they gave was think about what what do you want you what do you want to help your audience with what education can you give like who are you trying to reach you know and I think like to myself like okay I've realized that when I put the content out I I I do want to be funny because that's my go-to. And I'm hilarious. I'm just so funny. Ha! <laughs> right? But, okay, and isn't it crazy to think like, well, do I want to be funny or do I want to be serious? Like, people who don't really know me probably think, well, dude, that's all you do is joke around. No kidding, you're going to be funny. But what if that's a defense that I'm not too proud of, which I am? But what if it was? What if I was like, I don't want to be, what am I, what am I, your clown? It, really, that is kind of it. Like, oh, I'm here to make you laugh? I don't think so, tough guy. No, I'm going to drink my Diet do all tough. Hold on a second. Listen to this background music. It's amazing. Mm. Mm. Diet do. At least I'm not yawning this episode, right? So... Then I, I mean, okay, back to the TikTok thing. They, they gave many examples about how people, I mean, 
you know, I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but wow. People got like 30,000 followers fast. They had people with 200,000 views on their... Apparently, this platform is like, just like Gary V talked about, is really blowing up. And I'm like, okay, dude. I, they, they have like 15 second, 30 second, and 45 and 60 second, I think, I think. I know they have 15 and 60 second videos. Um, and they they say the reason there's science behind their planning on that is that because with 15 second videos, you'll know... And you put out something, you'll know within 48 hours, kind of, in general, whether it's a, a flop or whether it's going to kind of take off a little bit. And I think, okay, well, what, 15 seconds, remember what I talked about, like, what do I want, if I have everyone's ear, like, what am I going to say? Like, what is going to be my thing? And I think to myself, I've, I joke around all the time, we all get these ideas, like, like, what is going to be my catchphrase, you know? Um, like, I think back to... Uh, what's his face here? Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck if... If you do this, you might be a redneck, you know? And Ooh, traffic. And then there was the other uh, guy with the blue-collar comedy, you know? Here's your sign, and... Um, locally, more regionally, I should say, they've got Charlie Barron's with the Keeper Moving. Good for, and God bless Charlie Barron's. He's kind of done, he's kind of done the whole, uh, you know, Midwestern thing and talk about, oh, it's like the thing Midwesterners do. It's like if you bump into somebody, you're like, oh, 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 oh. He's got videos on those, thousands of views. Keeper Moving. Keeper Moving. I, maybe I shouldn't be here talking about what my catchphrase is going to be because it's like, it just it should be more organic than that, I shouldn't have to be all <laughs> you know what it would be if it was, if you were to take the number one phrase I say and I thought about this, it was like, I say dude all the time I'm not, now that I'm not necessarily proud of though because like Brian will tell you, my buddy Brian, my bassist, went to my very first ever, the only ever motivational talk I did, he, he said he counted that I said, dude, I don't know, 57 times, and then he stopped counting, which, by the way, thanks for counting, actually, I'm only partially joking, I was like, thank God he showed up, you know, paid five bucks to get in, too, I made $97 that night between book sales and the door, so that actually is pretty awesome, and like I said, I'll say it again, the biggest thing I found out about doing that, two big things I found out about doing my own motivational speech is A, I will not go up there with the script. Even as nervous as I was, I'm not scripting myself out, dude. I, I, uh, I'm just going to talk. And it's going to come naturally. And it did. I thought I was going to have struggling for 45 minutes. I went almost an hour. Then I checked the watch. I'm like, oh, my God. It's almost an hour. I was supposed to have five points. I was like, okay. The, the, the most scripting I did was like, I'm going to have five points. I want to talk about those five points. I only got to three of them. People still tease me, like, people that were there, like, yeah, what are those other two points again? I'm like, uh, don't worry about it. You're going to have to pay another five bucks just to find out. But, yeah, I say, like, I think to myself, like, with the presidential debates, how would I handle, how would I handle some of the questions? And I think, 
I could never, I don't know, like, I thought, what if I ran for office locally? Just being myself. You know, you have to put on airs a little bit. I can't. That's what I found out about doing these podcasts, like I said, is that I can't totally let my let it all hang out because I'll be like, F-bomb this and F-bomb that, and it won't be good. Um, to appeal to a wider audience, you have to church it up a little bit. And I think it's, like, like I've told you this before, this, uh, or maybe I haven't said it on my podcast, but that's not a bad thing. It's not like I'm not being myself. It's to not let myself go into those dark places isn't bad. In fact, it's very good because Howard Stern found out that when he went from FM radio, being on the normal radio, to XM, it was kind of, I don't know if it was a a letdown, but he realized that having those restrictions of FM where you can't say the F word and you can't do this or that actually made him be more creative and kind of put him in a... I'm kind of paraphrasing, but... Yeah, it made him be forced him to be more creative, and I I think that's true because if you're if you're just allowed to always just say the f word and um you know it kind of doesn't bring you up a level, it kind of brings you down a level because you're just like yeah I'm not even trying f this f that. So and again, me finding out these things only I only found it out because. Of podcast, doing my podcast because, like I said, everyone's like, "Go with what you know." I'm like, "I do." Okay, so me being such a concrete thinker, to the point that I'm like, "Am I autistic?" Because I take things literally. Like, okay, just go with what you know. Just what does that mean? Don't censor. Just be like, "Ah, fuck you, fuck this, fuck the world." I'm like, okay, not, not there, and don't let him in on every dark secrets. You know, I've, I have trouble where I'm like. Uh oh, here comes the AI. Where I don't have a filter. When I should have a filter. It's like not everyone wants to hear every stupid thought I have. But to me, it's like I'm all about making connections with people, right? So I feel like if there's. Like it's going to be written all over my face, all over my body language if I'm holding something back. And then you're going to be like, yeah, dude, nice try. Please tell me how you really feel and don't give me that BS you just tried to sell me. So I'm like, okay, this is me 100%. This is a lot of uh, example I use for that a lot is when I was married. That's right. I was married back in the 90s, whatever. And my wife, who was a hottie, would ask me, like, do you like these shorts? And I'd be like, well, no, I don't really like those shorts. But I do like whatever, the other shorts. You know, probably a smart thing to do. Maybe I'd still be married if I just told her I like those stupid shorts. <laughs> But I never like that because that that way, if you want, I feel like I respect you enough to give you an honest opinion. And I, you know I love you. And that way, you know, when I tell you I like something, I really genuinely like it. I think to me that's important, you know. It's not as important to everybody else as it is to me, I found out. So just play along. And I've, there's been times where people, if they had told me the truth on things that I was too precious about... I would have been like, ah, you know, that word precious has been running through my mind because I'm like, recently I made jokes with somebody that, or they joked with me and I was like, well, yeah, thanks for getting all personal. And I was pretty pissed. Um, and then I made a joke with her and 
She's like, oh, so you're allowed to joke, but I can. And I was like, oh, my God, was I being precious? Um, I don't get myself too bad about that, by the way, because I call them as I see them, and I, I felt like the vibe wasn't being funny as much as it was being hurtful. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to stand up for myself on this one. You know, you do what you can in the moment with what you got, whatever. But the whole thing about this TikTok that I wanted to... Uh, convey this isn't gonna be a real long podcast is i'm fired up about it i'm gonna see if if you can or if a person can come up with some cool original content and really to to have an audience like to if it if they're if that's the platform that's hot right now dude jump on that thing i think okay i can be funny but what do i what like, do I want to be a clown the whole time? You know, I use clown. That's such a negative. The best example I can give, it's kind of like the same thing, is my buddy's band there, the Velcro Pygmies down in uh, Kentucky, Alabama, down south. I was talking to the drummer, right, Chris the Body Eddins, and I was talking about other, other bands who are, do similar things where they put on a show and it's like they have a huge following. There's a band called the Molly Ringwalds, out of Mississippi, I believe, and huge followings down there, you know. What they do, though, is they dress the part of, like, you know, the bassist might dress like Dee Snider, the lead singer might dress like Dude from Kiss, somebody else might be, uh, you know, David Bowie, you know, and that's cool. Like, like I'm, that's awesome. In fact, we should do that up here with Night Screamer. That'd be pretty bitching, yo. But the drummer was like, dude, having to put on makeup like that every single night you play ugh that's kind of how I feel about like like my content like I want to be funny but I want to be funny on my terms where I get to just make you laugh you know but I'm like okay if I have 15 seconds I can do something for anything for 15 seconds if it's but then I, I don't want people to be let down if they listen to me in other platforms, like, you know, he made me laugh on TikTok. The rest of this stuff is just garbage. What's he doing? He's not even funny. And he's fat. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just wanted to put that out there that I'm going to be looking to build my online presence with TikTok. And it may seem like we have all of our stuff together. You know, if you, if you, on paper, it sounds good. Like, Chad did a, my uh, buddy and uh, awesome lead singer, the guitarist of Chad Borgen and the Collective. That's his band. I'm his drummer. It's awesome. Anyway, he did a podcast. He introduced me. He's like, he's an author. He's a motor. Whoa. Stop on red signal. I just passed the uh, train track. When nobody else stopped. And the little, those red lights were blinking. I followed the truck in front of me. I didn't see any trains coming. That's how people get killed. Don't be like me. Be like the smart guy who stops at those. Is that dude going to stop? I think one guy's stopping. Probably should stop. <laughs> Very in the moment. I don't I don't have any regrets about being in the moment on my podcast because I'm keeping you up to date with what's going on. Anyway, Chad introduced me on his podcast as motivational speaker, author of two books, uh, creator, whatever, of 
online content, hosts a weekly show, 90 Seconds of Night Scrimmer. Like, on, on paper, I was like, dude, I'm killing it, man. <laughs> so, but do I have my – I'm at – I've been doing 90 Seconds of Night Scrimmer for going on three years, like, every week. And I know what my content is there. I know what my message is just to keep you guys up to date on what's going on to let you know about shows, practices. Uh, the one this week is going to be on gear I bought. Um, it's going to be on tonight, as a matter of fact. What's up? 9 o'clock on your local Night Screamer Facebook. So, yeah. Even with that, though. or So that's one thing. I, I, I know what I'm going to talk about. With the other stuff, my like this podcast, I feel like it's you guys are coming with me on this journey for me to uh, expand my followers, build my platform, and you know you think about like, well, what am I an expert on? I do feel like okay, because in my book, get the f going available on Amazon, I. Uh, I put that on the first steps, first steps expert. Now, that's a little hype, a little self-promotion, but I do feel like I'm kind of proud of myself in the sense that I've inspired a few people to do podcasts. And, like, Brian is firing them out a lot. Like, he'll do two 45-minute podcasts in a row. Um, Roberta's doing one weekly with her inner peace um, I'm going to try to get my friend Nikki on here because she does a lot of stuff with keto diet. Uh, my friend Pam, who's got a bra business. Uh, gee, I feel like there's somebody else who I... It was like, get get going and get one. So I thought, well, maybe... What if that's my thing? How do I, you know, market that? Or what is what, what do I do with that? Is that my calling? Like, what is my, what is my calling? Really, I just wanted to play drums and travel the country and make, you know, meet hot chicks. What's up? <laughs> but we're figuring it out, and that's why it's it's nice. These podcasts, I'm telling you. And the reason I think Anchor FM, by the way, if you look it up, it's not just Anchor. It's AnchorFM.com, I think. It's so nice is it gets you going so easy. I'm just talking into my phone. I say this pretty much every episode, but it feels good to look on Spotify, which is what I've been using for years, way before I did a podcast, to see, to type in my name and like, oh, there I am, dude. And to be on other different platforms. I don't know if I'll stick with, with Anchor FM when I'm, you know, a little older, if I if, if, stuff starts to take traction and I'm really looking like how do I make money I you know how much money if I cashed out right now how much money I would make like a one dollar and eight cents but of course it's not about the money at this point it's about like figuring this stuff out and getting going getting the f going and that's why I call myself the first ex- first steps expert is because I do I encourage people I'm like you're not gonna have every, everything figured out when you get started just get started it's like there's a couple sayings, you know, if you get pushed out of the nest, you build your wings on the way down. And if you just start walking and the road will appear, that's kind of how it is. Um, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, how many times do you have everything completely mapped out? I'm going to go from A to B to C all the way to Z. And it works just like that. It That freaking never happens. If you're lucky, you can go from A to B and be like, okay, 
take a little break here and kind of say, well, I'm going to walk in this way and hopefully C&D will appear. Shit, that feels good. That I spoke to myself on that one. Ah! All right, it's been 24 minutes. Follow me on TikTok now, man. I should get Instagram going too. Um, we'll see. We'll see what I can do with this TikTok, man. See what I can... Entertaining, funny 15 seconds I can come up with that's maybe educational at the same time. All right. And you know what's cool? After I put this podcast out, I'll finally be over 500 listeners. 500 listeners. No. I'm only at about 13 listeners as of today. But over 500 plays, which feels cool. Little milestones, you know. That's 500 more times than it would have been if I hadn't done anything. And you could be doing the same thing. I want to hear what you have to say. If you have a podcast, I will totally talk about you on here and, like, promote you. Because I want to hear what you got to say, yo. Okay. You hear that rain, by the way? Every time I do podcasts, it seems like it rains. Maybe God's trying to tell me something. Talk to you later. Bye.